You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Locked On Cardinals is a daily podcast talking everything St. Louis Cardinals. Today is Tuesday, September the 8th. I am your host, Lucas Smith. Twitter name at LJ Fastball. Thanks for tuning in today, everybody. We've got some baseball to talk about, uh, baseball that has happened, and baseball um, that, that has yet to happen that we will preview on today's show of Locked On Cardinals. St. Louis um, successful series overall against the uh, Chicago Cubs, taking three out of four. We will talk about the game yesterday when the Cardinals, you know, once again just run into a really good starting pitcher. We'll also preview the twin bill against the Twins that's happening today. Doubleheader against Minnesota back at St. Louis. Um, Go ahead and and preview that, the reschedule of a game from – Really, it's uh, just a doubleheader because well, they're supposed to be uh, today and tomorrow, but they just moved them both to today to fit in two against Detroit on Thursday. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get into yesterday's game. You know, just like game one back on Friday, the Cardinals just ran into a good pitcher. Uh, Kyle Hendricks' his numbers aren't as good as Darvish. Hendricks isn't, you know, necessarily a Cy Young Award contender or anything like that. But, you know, eight innings, seven hits, just one earned run that didn't come until the seventh inning. And uh, only struck out four, but didn't walk any. Um, Hendricks was just really good, keeping the Cardinals off balance today. Or excuse me, yesterday. Um, and they just really were not able to barrel anything up. The only Cardinals with you know good days offensively really were Wong, who was two for three, Goldschmidt, who was two for four, and DeYoung, who was one for three. But I mean, you know, just one hit. Weeders had the lone RBI for St. Louis, and Bader had the lone extra base hit, which was a double. It was kind of a gift double. Um, I think Schwarber should have been caused for an error. error. Um, you know, Schwarber not the, the strongest of outfielders, uh, defensively speaking. But, you know, the Cardinals were, you know, just, just simply outplayed yesterday, I feel like. Um, you know, Hendricks did what Hendricks does. He was the professor, and he taught the Cardinals a huge lesson. You know, the, what was kind of disappointing, really, the tone was set in the first inning. You know, Colton Wong gets, leads off the game with the walk and then uh, gets picked off, caught stealing um, you know, right away. So the Cardinals weren't able to go anything, do anything with that. And the Cubs get a run to the bottom of the first and never saw their lead disappear. Um, and, you know, they were, the Cardinals were just outplayed yesterday. It was one of those games that, you know, a couple more chances here or there. You, you like the Cardinals to, to get a couple more chances. Cause they, they were two for four with runners in scoring position and left three runners on base. So, I mean, offensively, they, they took advantage of the minimal opportunities they had. Like I say, you know, only took until the seventh inning to score, seven hits. Uh, but really hit the Cardinals today, I feel like, was, was defensively. Uh, they, they had two airs uh, almost back-to-back uh, in, in that bottom half of the, uh, the, the fifth inning. Two outs they could have gotten, one by Carpenter throwing air and one by Wong, who's usually uh, sure-handed, also a throwing air. Um, that really, I think, rattled Johan Oviedo. Uh, you know, Oviedo, y- young guy. You know, he's uh, uh, you know not, not used to the big league level. Obviously, he's only made three, maybe four starts. I feel like, and I just feel like those errors, he wasn't able to work past them. Uh, as a major league pitcher, you have to work past the errors because errors are going to happen. It is what it is, and he was kind of rattled after those errors, and both those runs were, were scored. And, uh, 
And Oviedo, and I tweeted this out during the game, I think maybe I got a little bit too high on Oviedo, to be completely honest. Um, you know, his first start was really good against Chicago in his debut five innings, but since then he's kind of been underwhelming. Uh, his ERA sits at 4-6-6. Um, today he gave up th- only three earned runs, but he gave up eight hits in four and two-thirds of an inning. Walked three and only struck out one. The, the one strikeout is really what surprised me because I think he has good stuff if he can just hone it in. So I think... I don't think I'm giving up on Oviedo, obviously, but I just think I got too high too early with him. I think his talent is, is going to catch up to him a little bit later. So we will see how that goes. Um, but behind him, you know, more just absolutely stellar work by the bullpen. Three and a third scoreless baseball for, for the Cardinals. Webb comes in, gets out of a jam. Um, and then what, what I really liked about Webb, I mean, ending in a third, he, he did throw um, – 32 pitches, so he's probably out for the games today against Minnesota. But he won a 14-pitch at-bat against Schwarber that really it was a good at-bat by Schwarber. Fouled off, I think, four or five pitches in a row, and then Webb was able to get him, you know, breaking the ball down. But Webb's ERA has shrunk to 292. So, you know, his uh, he's had some moments this year where, you know, myself included, Cardinal fans have questioned why Schilt brings him into the game. And, you know, I think just a couple moments here or there. That's why his ERA is so high. But, you know, ERA is not the whole story. I think he's pitched really well. Seth Elledge with the scoreless inning. And Rob Kavinsky has yet to give up a run in his major league career. His ERA sits at zero. Um, but another thing that really hit the Cardinals today were the double plays. They grounded into three double plays. Um, just, you know, the twin killing, is it, it's a rally killer. It's, it's pretty pretty simple as to what it is. Um, and, you know, especially with a guy like Hendricks and, we talked about it. the Cardinals didn't get many opportunities, and you're not going to get very many opportunities when you're facing a guy like Hendricks, like I say. Um, so when you do get those minimal opportunities, you have to take advantage of them. And when you get guys on first or first and second, you can't grind into double plays. You can't give Hendricks extra outs. And that's not trying to take anything away from Hendricks. He was masterful. You know, eight innings. He only threw, um, you know, 97 pitches. I probably would have let him go one more just with the Cubs bullpen, but, you know. Uh, Wick ended up coming in and getting a, a clean slate in the ninth, uh, not giving up any hits or any base runners. So, you know, the, the double plays killed the Cardinals. But, you know, like like I said, they just ran into to a pitcher that has pitched really well against them. And Cardinals don't tend to do well off of, you know, breaking pitches and sliders and things like that. And Hendricks is really good at dotting the fastball when he needs to and then throwing in a changeup to keep you off balance. Um so, I mean, it, it just is what it is. Uh, well, a couple of things to talk about in this game before I move on to, to the Twin Series. Matt Carpenter, man, he is struggling. 176-03 OPS uh, for the year. 0 for 3 today. Struck out once. Left two runners on base. Grounded into one of those double plays. Um, one of the three. The other two were by Edmund and Miller. I tweeted this out. I am... I like Matt Carpenter as a person. I think he's a great guy. He's had great moments as a St. Louis Cardinal. I just think he's got to be done as an everyday player. I know that this year he's playing out of necessity almost. Not a lot of uh, productive, consistent options for for the Cardinals to replace him in terms of, yes, you can put Edmund there, but then your outfield's weaker and all these different things. I get that. But you almost got to think about, you know, Rangel Ravello has played them third base. Maybe you put... Um, him at third, or you put Brad Miller at third base, um, and you DH Ravello, because uh, I know that you know you, uh, Miller's that bad has been a godsend for St. Louis. I just think Carpenter, you know, you, the last three or four years, I feel like, yes, I know he's had some good months in these stretches. I'm not trying to bash on him too hard, but you just hear, okay, he's working on hitting the ball the other other way, and on the inside pitch, he still turns on it. I just haven't seen that for 
a long enough period of time for me to be like, okay, he's right, he, he, he's getting fixed, he's, he'll be fine. Um, so I, I hate to say that I'm leaving the Matt Carpenter train, but I am. It's just one of those things that he, he hasn't produced for so long um, over a consistent uh, you know, consistent amount of time longer than a couple of weeks, longer than a month that, you know, I just, I'm just kind of done with, with Matt Carpenter for now. Um, and I don't see myself coming back to him. Uh, he's had some good moments, but I, I think this needs to be his last year as a Cardinal. I think the Cardinals need to assess their offseason needs. Uh, I need to look and see who, who will be free agents after this year and all those different things and how that all plays out. But I really just think Matt Carpenter he needs to be, um, not a St. Louis Cardinal following this year. but So all in all, a very successful series against the Chicago Cubs. I think anybody would have been happy with a 3 out of 5. Um, so at the end of play Monday, the Cardinals sit just 2.5 back, still within striking distance of the division. Uh, I know that I said that winner that division, winner this series wins the division, but we'll see how it goes. Uh, I think the Cardinals, you know, they have a shot with their schedule. I think their schedule is... Um, is interesting. They got they got a really good matchup against the Twins tonight or this afternoon and tonight, and then they're off to Detroit. So, but um, rest of the schedule is an interesting one. Cubs also have a lot of divisional games left, so um, season's far from over in terms of playoff hopes. So, um, before I talk about the uh, Minnesota Twins series, um, I want to tell you how you can support the show, and by, you can do that by supporting our sponsors. One of our sponsors. RockAuto.com. It's a family business serving auto parts customers online for nearly 20 years. You can go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals or do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write it locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so that they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com All right, so we talked about the Cardinals-Cubs series that just ended, um, and, you know, 3-5 to five is a successful series. So uh, looking forward to the, to the rest of this week. They got two at Minnesota today and two at Detroit on Thursday. Off day Wednesday, their first off, or second off day since the COVID restart and their last off day of the year. Um, so look forward for a crossover show on Wednesday. Nash Walker, host of Locked on Twins, and I will record a post-game show Tuesday night, release that to you guys Wednesday morning. So... Um, a fun little crossover with Nash, Mizzou Tigers, uh, both of us being Mizzou students. That'll be a fun episode for you guys on Wednesday. Um, let's, well, let's go ahead and preview this series. Because last time the Cardinals played Minnesota, it was not fun. Uh, and last time they played Minnesota, Carlos Martinez got that start, and it was not fun. Um, and he gets a start for, in Game 1 tonight. To be honest with you guys, I'm really not that confident in the next couple games um, for St. Louis. And that's really, it's shocking it's because of the pitching that they have lined up. Um, Cardinals run into the Cardinals ace, Jose Barrios. Uh, Cardinals run into the Twins ace, rather. Jose Barrios, 3-3 three three with a 4-2-9 ERA, uh, 47 strikeouts on the year. Um, 
you know, in his last 17 and two-thirds innings in his last three starts, um, he sold batters to a 175, 268, 254 flash line, slash line, excuse me, so he's on a hot stretch. Meanwhile, you've got Carlos Martinez. Uh, his only outing of the year was the start back on July 28th um, before COVID shut down, and he was on the COVID IL when he went three and two-thirds of an inning, seven hits, six earned, a walk, and two strikeouts. Um, you know, the, the second inning was really good, and the first two outs of the third inning were really good for him. Um, but it just wasn't meant to be. Um, so his ERA sits at fourteen seven three, and just one start. I understand that, but you just never know. Carlos Martinez is, is you know the definition of what well, you know at least of what I would call a mixed bag, if you will. Um, you know, if he has his stuff, you, you never know. He might he might surprise surprise us. Um, but if he doesn't, then he really really tends to not have his stuff. Um, and, and Jose Brios, I love what Jose Brios brings to the table. I think he's got a wicked slider, curveball, whatever you call it, and a, an electric fastball. And his uh, motion is kind of funky in a way that he hides the ball real well almost. Um, and uh, it can get on a hitter real quick. Um, not a lot of experience in terms of at-bats against Jose Barrios. Barry Bader is one for three. Uh, Brad Miller is three for ten against him with a home run, so... I'm sure you'll see Brad Miller in the lineup. Um, we'll see if Yadier Molina makes the lineup. No at-bats, but the reason I bring up him is he left yesterday's game with an elbow contusion. So we'll see if he ends up uh, making the, the start tomorrow uh, against – tonight, rather, against the Twins. Um, and, you know, I, I, I am really nervous, to be honest with you guys, about a, a sweep against St. Louis tomorrow, tonight, uh, this afternoon tonight. Because in Game 2, they have Daniel Ponce de Leon. His last start was probably one of the worst starts of his career. Two-thirds of an inning, walked four, gave up four earned runs just on two hits. Couldn't make it out of the first. Um, and his two starts before that weren't great. Four and two-thirds, uh, three earned runs, and three and a third and two earned runs. And he just hasn't hasn't had it, you know. I mean, his fastball has been really good, but even you look at his his second start of the year, first start of the year was against Minnesota on the 29th, three and two thirds, three runs, gave up a homer, walked three, struck out eight. So the strikeout numbers were there, but his last two starts, his strikeout numbers have not been there. So that's why the confidence for me is getting less and less, and the opponent batting average is getting higher and higher. Uh, his first three starts, they're all under 185. Uh, first two starts, rather, both one eight under one eighty five, and then his last two starts have been above that number. So it just has not been progressing well for Daniel Ponce de Leon. And the Cardinals face uh, Randy Dobnak. I think he was the guy that used to be a you know an Uber driver. Ended up starting a playoff game last year, and in eight games this year, he's pitched well enough to get a decision in all eight. Six and two with a two seven two ERA, twenty one punch outs. He's coming off a five inning start against Detroit with no earned runs and one and four strikeouts. Um, so I mean he's he's been able to keep guys off balance and pitch really well. So I think that it'll be a tough game for the Cardinals because you know usually you, I, for me anyways I tend to like pitching over offense. Like I, I think a good pitching can shut down offenses more often than good offenses can obliterate or score a lot of runs off of good pitching. Um, and Cardinals have that, but not necessarily starting. I mean with, with Martinez and Ponce de Leon, those are two huge question marks, uh, especially Martinez, who hasn't pitched since July 28th. Uh, Ponce de Leon at least has a more recent start, so you, you know at least you know that he's not going to be you know, close to uh, a month and a half off. That's what uh, Martinez will be first start, now, like I said, since the 28th against the Twins, so it'll be hard-pressed for the Cardinals to win a game t- today. I really think that's true. I'm really upset by saying that, but you know, the Bama squad of Minnesota, who, uh, you know, 
in a really top-heavy AL Central are in third, a game out, but they're 26-17 and 17 with a plus 38 run differential, so they're scoring a lot of runs, 193 runs to be exact, which is good for second in that division, um, and hit a lot of home runs as well. So, I mean, it'll, it'll be a tough, tough doubleheader today against Minnesota. Um, th- this will be huge, though. If the Cardinals can get this, then you like their chances against Detroit, and then... It's divisional games except for Kansas City in, in two weeks after that. So I think a win for the Cardinals in this series, honestly, is going 500, especially with the way they looked against Minnesota in that last series back in July. Um, a split against Minnesota is honestly, for me, a win. Um, you know, you know, back in July, they, they were stymied by Homer Bailey and Rich Hill. Um, and, you know, those were both kind of winnable games, I feel like, because of the pitching they were facing. Um, but these two pitchers for the Twins today have a little bit more um, track record. Not track record because they're younger guys, but a little bit more um, – little, a little bit more uh, severity in terms of like, okay, you know what you're going to get. You know he's really good. Go out and hit him. Good luck. Um, so we'll see how it goes. Like I say, I would not be surprised if we saw a doubleheader sweep um, for the Minnesota Twins and the Cardinals going 0-4 against them. I think best-case scenario, obviously, is winning two. I mean, that's statistically possible. But I think in terms of being realistic in my expectations, a win-win is a split. And like I say, looking after that, you feel good about the doubleheader against uh, uh, against Detroit, and then we'll go from there, divisional round. So once again, um uh, We'll see how it goes for the games today. Thanks for listening. My viewer, listenership has been up, like I talked about in my podcast yesterday. Uh, if you guys didn't listen, uh, go ahead and give that a listen. Uh, I'm very close to a top 10. First time cracking the top 10. Uh, started this show just over a month ago. So keep listening. Keep interacting. Uh, email LockedOnCards at gmail.com with any questions, comments, complaints, or concerns that you have. Happy to answer any questions and, and interact with you guys. And Follow the, the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Cardinals as well. Uh, really appreciate the listenership going up. Tell your friends about it. Um, looking forward to to grow the show a little bit more. So that's my show for Tuesday. Uh, thanks for listening today, guys. Tomorrow, like I said, crossover with Nash Walker, breaking down our reactions from the two games today. So with all that said, be sure to tune in tomorrow. My name is Lucas Smith at LJ Fastball on Twitter, LO underscore cards on Twitter and Instagram for the show. Happy Tuesday. Thanks for listening, ladies and gentlemen. And as always, stay safe, stay well. Have a great day.